Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hey guys, so we're back, um, and uh, that, that was the fun part, right? Um, so we uh, so we had uh, Jason uh, Beardsley, uh, former Green Beret, on uh, a, a few minutes ago, uh, talking about the important job that they're doing uh, in their organization, trying to help our vets. Uh, if you get a chance, if you if you're able to uh, check them out, go support their organization. Great group of guys. Anybody that's helping our vets uh, deserves our support. Um, so. You know, if you can do it, go do it. Uh, but without further ado, man, it is Friday and uh, it is Law Enforcement Friday. So we're going to have some fun. We're bringing in our uh, our, our usual co-host here on Fridays, uh, the stud, the great, the legend, the myth, uh, Robert Arce. Hey, Robert, here we go, man. Nice being on again. And we got to bring you on with your... Uh, with, with with your tune, of course. Hey, buddy! So, uh, thanks for joining us again, man. I mean, it's. Uh, um i don't know what to say bro i mean it was uh it was very funny it was sad it was an embarrassment it was an insult i mean so many emotions you know wrapped up into one presser it's uh it's amazing these uh these democrats sure know how to play the game um you know this poor senile old man whose family should uh should be uh you know talking to him about uh you know, what, what retirement facility he wants to go spend the rest of his days at, um, you know, but, but the, uh, interest of power and greed and money, um, are, are making them use this person who is clearly, he's clearly, clearly not in, 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 in full functioning, you know, of all his capacities and, and they're taking advantage of the guy and, 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 and it's sad. Um, the guy was a bumbling fool. He was dazed and confused. He had a little, 
you know, picture chart with numbers on them on who to call first, second, eighth, ninth, you know, and uh, and it didn't call one conservative reporter, didn't call on uh, on Ducey over at Fox News who uh, who is putting up a fight, and 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 I hope he he turns into our Jim Acosta and rails that son of a bitch like Acosta did to our president. So you know, but you know, let, let's see. I mean, the, these guys are despicable. They're dishonest. They're they're the nastiest most corrupt people on the face of the earth. So, you know, I doubt, you know, we'll, we'll get, uh, you know, any kind of fair press conferences, uh, especially when, when they bring the, uh, the senile fool up there, but Hey, you know, it is what it is, man. But, uh, you know, Hey Robert, you know, it's law enforcement Fridays. You heard the old man. Um, he's senile, doesn't know where the hell he is, doesn't know who he is. Um, and doesn't know anything about what's going on at the border. And now he's going to go give, uh, uh, Kamala Harris, um, <laughs> the authority to go fix this. Um, what the hell is going on over there, brother? This is the same Kamala Harris that compared uh, ICE to the KKK. Yes. Um, yes. To support that, that, that's her. Some, that's her. That's her. That's her. Yeah. I was thinking, must be another Kamala Harris. <laughs> and uh, also support sanctuary cities. That's right. And, you know, if Obviously, the president must not think this is that big of an issue because this is something he should say, all right, I'm going to take care of this. But, you know, we saw him yesterday at the press conference. Oh my God. Uh, I mentioned before, uh, I was I lost both my parents by the time I was 10. I was raised by my grandparents. Yeah. My grandfather, who, I, you know, he was one of those great role models in my life. In his later years, he was starting to slip mentally. Yep. He was not as bad as Joe Biden is. And I can't imagine my abuelo being the president of the United States right. in the state that he was in his later years. It's shameful what they're doing. You know, it's like yeah. you said, it's just an, that appetite for power is, is, is they it's cannot satisfy it. Man, it's just despicable. How can they do this to somebody? How can you do this to somebody you love, man? I would never do this to my father. I mean, my father, as you know, passed away in December. Right. Um, you know, he was 85. He had a lot of other health issues, but you know, mentally this guy was still as sharp as a whip at 85 he crushed joe biden any second you know but but you know i, I would never put my father you know in in a in a situation like that for him to be embarrassed embarrass himself or, or you know or humiliate himself and and um it, it just really goes to show where the democrats are where the liberal liberals are on their their hunger and their desire for power they don't care about anything. It's at any cost. It is at any cost. They will do anything, say anything, and be anyone as long as they can grab power, as long as they can win elections. And that's very dangerous, man. That's very, very dangerous. It's very dangerous. We saw, you know, the press yesterday. This guy had no clue what the hell is going on. You know, um, according to him, um, you know, he's not, you know, the, the, the crisis at the border, you know, is, uh, is Trump's fault and it's because uh, he's too much of a nice guy. You know, right, of course, and it was a, a Saturday Night Live skit. Yeah, you know, yet Saturday Night Live will not touch it. They will not touch it, and there's there's so much material. Well, how do you beat that? How do you beat that, dude? That like you said, it was a skit. How do you beat that? You can't beat no. that. I mean, that was no. a skit on its own, bro. No, you're sitting there watching it. You don't know if it feels, you know, like horror or laugh. It, it's it's like you know, it's kind of like Monty Python or something. <laughs> I know, dude. I was, I was thinking the same thing, like horror, like holy shit. Can you imagine what Putin and 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 you know all of our enemies around the world are thinking? They're laughing their ass off right they, now. 
And they that's are, dangerous. That's dangerous, man. They giggle themselves to sleep seeing this mess we have in the White House. They're, they, they are trying to go to sleep and they're giggling themselves is what they're doing. Can you imagine? And it's, it's, um, it's just, it's sad. It really is sad. And then uh, what you're saying that they become whatever they want. The, yeah. as soon as I watch a press conference, you know, you turn around and you go on to the mainstream media and watch their analysis. And you're like, which press conference do they watch? So I said, okay, I'm going to call my buddies. I got, I got buddies on the left and my, one of my go-to buddies, I call him yeah. and he was glowing reviews. Glowing reviews, and I said, uh, "A liberal guy, a liberal buddy." Yeah, one of my liberal buddies. That's and insane, I said, dude. I said, "You're lucky I'm not there in front of you because I know you could not keep a straight face saying that." And then he started laughing, but he's like, "Well, he's not sharp, but he made great points, and I I have a lot of confidence that his how can they say that he has put together they're going to get the job done." And I'm like, "It's I don't know how they can say that. I just no. don't know how they can say that. That that's yeah. just." That's bizarre. You know what they remind me of? We've all seen those those videos out of North Korea. Yeah. When what's his name? The little short dude runs around and and people are clapping, crying when they see him, but it's all an act. That's it's the same thing. Dude, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy. I mean, right. I, I I don't get how um you know how how it's not stopped. You know, it's uh, you know, you, you're 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 a guy, so you probably watch fights, and you probably been in fights, right? So shit, law enforcement probably hit and been hit, right? So right. you know, this is to the point where the guy's getting the shit kicked out of him, and he won't give up, and you're waiting for the coin. Yes, throw in the towel, throw in the towel, <laughs> brother, throw in the towel, and get to that point. And uh, you know, I don't know, man. You know, people are saying, no, nah, this is gonna go. You know, past the uh, midterm election, I today, right now, you know, I, and I've said this on a previous show. I'll bet anybody a hundred bucks that he doesn't make it to the, to the end of the year. There's no way. There's no way he makes it to to the end of the year. It's, it's no way, dude. I mean, realistically, if we were kind, I mean, well, we are. If if the other side was kind and caring and real freaking people, they, you know, they, they would take them out after Easter, right? The Lord's resurrection. It's time for Biden to, uh, you know, go 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 retire, right? And uh, and the 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 start of you know epiphany, and you know, see you later, and you know, off to the sunset. You served your country over fifty years, et cetera, et cetera. Thank you very much. And uh, you know, swearing Kamala Harris, and then you know, uh, bringing Hillary Clinton as her vice president, and. And uh, see you later, right? See you later, America. And and that'll be a big, big boost uh, of enthusiasm for the Dems for, for 2022. And, you know, shit, all, all bets are off at that point because nobody knows what's going to happen, uh, especially if we can't control all the voter fraud and everything that's going on with the, uh, you know, with, with, uh, with, with the mail-in ballots and, and this crap that Nancy Pelosi wants to pass now, which is, you know, borderline, uh, you know, Communist takeover of uh, of a, a, a democracy and elections, but you know Democrats love it, man. They're happy. I mean, you you look at the you look at the joy and happiness and excitement from all these clowns and on CNN and MSNBC and and the rest of the idiots, and you know you got to you got to wonder. You know you got to wonder. You know uh, I saw a clip of uh, Representative Soto, uh, Darren Soto. Um, you know, in, in, in the hearings with uh, Zuckerberg and all that that are going on, 
saying that there was all this disinformation um, in the in the Hispanic community. That's why Trump got a much larger vote. That son of a bitch doesn't know his ass from a hole in the ground. I'm telling you, uh, misinformation. They pushed a Russian hoax for three years. They tried to impeach a president on a bullshit call. Um, th everything that they have passed, you know, the Mueller report, the Mueller hearings, the Mueller investigation, uh, you know, the entire hoax, the, the Carter Page, uh, George Papadopoulos, everything they did was a hoax, misinformation, and they still have not denied it, uh, even though it's been proven and debunked a hundred times. Then this guy has the balls to sit there and say that there is misinformation in Spanish, and that's why uh, the Hispanic vote moved uh, that much towards the president. You know, and uh, and it's amazing. I'd love to hear your 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 opinion on this because I know it, it it fires you up as well. You know. the, the Hispanic community is starting to wake up, and I think we've we've talked about this offline. Where we see, I've seen it, where a lot of people that I grew up with, uh, you know, traditionally, especially in Mexican American community, they're going to be uh, Democrat because we've been brainwashed. Uh, we've been brainwashed, and I think as we start getting older, start having kids, and eventually, I think if if you start opening your eyes, you're going to see. Wait a minute, this this doesn't make sense. I've been following this lie this whole time. And I think the Hispanic community has been waking up to it. There's always going to be those that obviously there to them being part of the so-called Raza movement, that's going to trump everything else. And even though they look at uh, how bad it's, it's treated our communities uh, you know, and it's easier, I think I always say it's always easier for people to point a finger at a made made up boogeyman for their yeah. failures than to say, hey, wait a minute, we're responsible for, for our, our own lives. And, uh, you know, you look at a lot of the minority communities, it, the the culprit, the boogeyman is in the mirror. The boogeyman is in the mirror. No one's keeping you down. And uh, it's, you know, everyone, there's no one sitting there saying, no, you cannot cross this line. You stay back. It's up to us to do it. And well, I think the Hispanic community is really waking up. I think so, but you know, there, there, there's all those that they want to keep everybody stuck on Telemundo and Univision, right? And uh, and, and CNN Espanol with you know the 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 king of fake news. Um, it, it, it's pretty pathetic, but you know what? I think uh, I think the Hispanic community is waking up big time. Uh, you know, the needle moved tremendously. I think the thirty five percent, and there's so many so many Hispanics that don't identify as Hispanics anymore because there's second or third generation or whatever, and then just identify as, you know, white or whatever it is, right? As um, American. We should just yeah, identify yeah, as American. Exactly. exactly. You know, right. and, and and that's and that's that's why that number is very deceiving because there's probably another 10% or so that uh that that is Hispanic that doesn't identify as Hispanic. Like my kids, they don't they don't they don't put Hispanic anywhere. You know, um, right. they're, they're just you know American, whatever. Um and and there's a lot of a lot of a lot of kids, a lot of uh, a lot of his, Hispanic uh, heritage that that doesn't get counted that way. So, you know, I, I think uh, people like Soto and and the rest of that goon squad uh, is going to be in for a big surprise in 2022. There's a big obviously a big race in Florida. Uh, DeSantis should should win that handedly. Uh, President Trump was able to win Florida by over five points. Um, he should be able to bring in some of that firepower and help uh, Governor DeSantis win a, a very strong re-election because he's kicking ass, you know. So we'll see. It's a long time away, 
Uh, we've already, you know, that we, we went through this um, in 2020. We thought uh, Trump was going to win in, 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 in a smash, smackdown, you know, performance. Uh, even Chris Matthews was predicting a 49 state to one slaughter and uh, COVID, you know, and then COVID happened. So, right. you know, so anything that happened in politics, man, a year and a half is, uh, is a long time away. But, you know, we'll see. We'll see where it goes. Um, talk to us about the border, man. What are you hearing? You, you probably talked to some friends following the news. Uh, it seems like it's a disaster down there. Yeah, it's it's here in Arizona in uh, Gila Bend. The mayor of Gila Bend is uh, saying, hey, I need help. Uh, they're just releasing, uh, releasing these migrants that have been taken into custody at CBP. There's no room for them. And he said, we don't have the resources to house them, feed them. And they're just being dropped off in busloads uh, there in Gila Bend, which is just, uh, Gila Bend's probably so they just my go, house. So they just go dump them in the middle of the street and say, see you later? See you later. Here you go. We, oh, we have no room for them. And what there was happened? reports. That's so just listen them. No court date, nothing. Here. We have no room for you. What happens to these people? Where do they go? Where, you know, well, they continue on towards their destination that they were heading to. Okay. Now they're going to have to reach out to someone because, you know, someone's waiting for them. And they get to a certain point, and then they're going to have to figure out how to get to, you know, they, they start at point A, how to get to point B. And there's... So it's not like they're stuck in this city that they don't know anybody, and now no. gonna be, there's going to be like 10,000 homeless illegals there or something right no they're going to reach out to their sponsor or their family member that's been waiting for them that paid the the coyotes to get them across and then that person's going to have to either send a driver they'll arrange some type of transportation to get them to the east coast to wherever they're going but for the moment they're getting dropped off and gila bend's a small place it's gila bend is from my house i live out west it's about 45 minutes from my house uh, but uh, I live west of Phoenix in one of the suburbs, but it's a small place. And the mayor was on the news saying, listen, I, I have no resources to feed these people, to house them. Uh, what am I going to do with them? We're, we're going to be overwhelmed. We have a very small budget. And that's the theme that we're hearing throughout other parts of Southern Arizona where wow. uh, they're, they're being released with no court date. So no court date means they're here legally now and they'll be here legally. And, you know, what, what are we going to do with them? They're they're gonna and if everyone thinks that that our that the illegal alien community doesn't get uh, government aid from us, they do. I mean, it's I got them in my own family. Yep. I have people in my own family that distant relatives that show up, and yep. later on they're getting Section Eight housing. They're getting uh, food food stamps or whatever they're getting. They're, they're, they're getting, getting everything. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're all getting all that crap. Yep. They're getting all that, and and you know, there's the left always talks like, no, no, they don't do that. No, it's it's very easy for them to get it. And I I, I knew stories of of people that would send their wives, their pregnant wives, to the U.S. when they're around six, seven months old, because after um, after the, the the wife is seven months pregnant, she can't fly, and um, she would you know send the wife up here. And then just keep her here until the baby was born, take her to the ER, have her give birth in an ER, you know, and then call the social worker and say, you know, I don't have a husband. My my husband abandoned me or I don't know who the father is. Right. And, uh, and I'm here illegally. So what do they do? They, you know, there's it's an American child. So, you know, Section 8, WIC, uh, food stamps, Medicaid, the whole nine, the whole nine yards and for the kid and the mom. Right. 
Right. So, so once the mom's all set up and, you know, then, then the dad shows up and, you know, and, and lives there and then they have another kid and, you know, the same cycle happens. Right. So it, it, it's, it's a pretty horrible situation, but people are trying to, you know, obviously taking, taking advantage of the system and, and it's got to stop, right. It's got to stop. I mean, yeah. I mean, you know, this guy's spending all this money in housing illegals in hotels and we have our vets sleeping on the streets. Um, that, 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 that shouldn't be happening. Not in America. No. And then the worst case scenario, we talked about this uh, last week is you get illegals that show up here and then there's no work and maybe they don't have the contacts and they can't find work. So what are they going to do? Hey, dope man always has work. Let's go work for the dope man. Let's go work for the dope man. I'm going to start running dope and I'll start first. Maybe I'll work security in the dope house or maybe I'll start selling. Oh, they got a bigger job for me to transport dope across country. I'll do that. And I'm going to start rolling. And that's what happens. You know, if there's no work, you know, there's this Phoenix, there's always a lot of, you know, there's landscaping, there's roofing, there's all kinds of construction work. But if, if we have so many, so many people here that there's not enough work to go around. And then uh, some of these guys, some of these guys are going to show up here and they're going straight to the dope man, no matter what. I was going to tell you that. Yeah, they're, they're, they're going to go straight to the dope man. That they're going to be in the dope business, yeah. and it's just going to be so much easier for them to come, you know, to to mix in with the the rest of them. They're showing up trying to claim asylum, and uh, it's just it's a, it's a disaster. It's it's uh, you know when when is enough is enough. You know, it just continues continues, and it's going to be worse because this yeah. current administration has this wide open door. Like, hey, come on in. Uh, don't come, but if you come, we're going to let you in. Yeah, yeah, and that and that's what Biden pretty much is saying, right? And, and I don't see Kamala Harris saying anything different. Uh, she's going to say the same thing as well. You know, you're an unaccompanied minor. Uh, we're going to let you in. And you know, there's uh, I can't remember which reporter it was, but some sub story about um, maybe it was the ABC reporter um, about you know these poor kids that. Uh, left her home in Guatemala or one of those countries and traveled a thousand kilometers barefoot to get to the U.S. border um, because, you know, they knew that Biden was going to let them in. And, um, you know, and, and, and as long as uh, the, the rhetoric continues to be there that we're not going to let, you know, people, you know, Biden saying that, that Trump was starving women and children at the border, um, you know, that is just absurd. So him saying that he's not going to let, you know, children and women starve at the border like Trump did. What is he saying? He's saying, you know what? In essence, we have open borders. Just just show up. Just show up and we're going to let you in. Um, that, that's a very, very dangerous proposition, man. That's a very, very, very dangerous. Uh, you just said something that is very key um, is. When all these people show up, they, 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 a lot of them probably don't know how to read or write in their own language. They barely speak Spanish. Uh, they don't have any skills. Um, what do they do? They got to go work for the dope man. So, so that's why there's this big push because it's labor for the, for organized crime. Right. right. Um, I have a, I have a, uh, one of my language assistants or assistants that I, that worked for me. I spent three years in Bosnia. Uh, Bosnian Croatia is an organized crime advisor for DOJ. One of my assistants, or I had three assistants there, but they all were required to speak fluent English, read, write, speak English. So my one of one of them is uh, 
been trying to become get his green card to come to the United States, and he is in the final stages. Wow. This guy will show up in the U.S. He can speak English. He can read, write. He has job skills, and he'll be able to contribute right away and will not become a burden in our system. Yeah. And this guy has been trying for since 2008 when I left Bosnia. Yeah, yeah, and he's finally going to be here. And he is so proud. I I talked to him uh, on Zoom, and he has an American flag in the background. And no he's, way. He's ready. He is so excited about coming here. And uh, he this summer, uh, his green card's coming in. That's great. And he will be arriving. I think he's moved. I think he's going to Florida. Right. And he is he is so pumped. But he tells me the same thing. He says, "You ought to see how much it's cost me and all the hoops I've had to jump through." And yet, these the, the, I'm watching the TV from from here in 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 Banja Luka. He lives in in the Serb Republic of Bosnia. He says, yeah. "All these people are just stampeding across your border." And I've been trying to do this for years. What's up? Well, they they, they have the same uh, they have the same problem with the Muslims and the Africans. Yes, you know, yes. I mean, they're, they're, Europe is a freaking disaster. Yes, uh, it's been taken over by the Muslims and, and 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 the Africans a long, long time ago. I mean, you talk to anybody that's living out there or, or has visited, and then you know, the risk and the threat is just tremendous. Uh, you know, friends of ours that you know live in you know different parts of Europe have told us, you know, that these Muslims will, will kick the women or spin on them or, or uh, you know, they're, they're physically violent. Um, you know, it, it, it's, uh, it, it's a situation that I, I, I would love for never to happen here in the U.S., right? So right. You know, we got to right. control our borders. We got to control what we're doing and make sure that, you know, what we do, uh, you know, works and, uh, and works well. So we'll see. We'll see, brother. You know, hey, so what else are you hearing? What, uh, you know, uh, from, from, from your friends at the border, we we understand that there's like overcapacity at like seven hundred percent or seven thousand percent, and and just people all over the place. Uh, that uh, the the Biden administration uh, canceled the agreement that uh, that Trump had made with Lopez Obrador to keep people in Mexico and and to stop people from coming into crashing our border. Now that doesn't exist. So is it just a free fall? Is it just insane? Like people just walking, running, rushing? showing up i mean what are you hearing what well from the mexican side too i talked to my contacts in mexico and they're telling me that they don't like this either because the migrant wave coming from central america to mexico also creates a crime wave for them because a lot of these people are bad people there's a lot of gangsters and a lot of a lot of bad people so as they travel to mexico they are uh, engaged in violent crime they're they're stealing not everyone but what i'm saying the, the criminals within that group the hardened criminals yep. create a huge crime wave and when i was working in mexico they were telling us uh, i remember meeting with some of the uh, directors of public security at state level and they were saying when this happens things are getting stolen our crime is up we have a, it's just one giant crime wave coming through and, and what he would say he said listen these people have no money a lot of them don't have food so what are they going to do? They're going to steal. They're going to rob. And then you have some that as they're coming through Mexico to make money, they'll stop in a certain area and work, start working for the dope, for the cartels to make some money to continue pushing north. And these are the people that eventually come to the United States. And I think, uh, you know, one of the things that really interests me with what's happening right now, we have our border patrol is having to deal with the, the, the wave, the human wave that's coming through. Now, I reached out to some of my buddies and I said, hey, what's going on at the ports of entry? Because there's some massive 
dope loads that are being taken off in Mexico, dr super drug labs. Uh, I think I just posted on uh, on Twitter earlier in the week. There was a uh, in Culiacan, Sinaloa. There was uh, something like sixty some kilos oh. of fentanyl pills. Oh yeah, 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 I saw that the fentanyl. Yeah, yeah, and then then. Uh, the, it was from the Sinaloa cartel. Then you go to El Paso, to Juarez. They got another 70,000 fentanyl pills there. And one of the things I was going to uh, talk about here really quick is that what people don't realize with, with the fentanyl, in San Francisco, you have more people dying from fentanyl overdoses than from COVID. Wow. And if you start looking around, especially along the West Coast, so many people are dying. And, you know, who's taking this stuff? It's pe people that are taking the stuff are people that uh, a lot of them become addicted to pain meds because their doctors continue to just give you pain right. meds. They get addicted and they can't get it anymore. So what, they get this black market fentanyl thinking it's real. Uh, they think it's a, a oxycodone or they think it's a Valium. No, it has fentanyl. It's being made in Mexico. And with these pills, I think I mentioned to, uh, last week, uh, DEA did a, a, they started grabbing fentanyl pills throughout the United States and they started doing tests to see all right what which how many of them have a lethal dose and I think it was something like 27 percent of fentanyl pills tested nationwide have what could be considered a lethal dose and then you know we're talking uh 60 kilos of fentanyl pills seized at one location in Mexico, those pills are coming to the U.S. Wow. And it would be so easy to pack that in a backpack, thousands oh, yeah. and thousands, and bring them across the border. You just put it in a backpack or put a, you know, a little uh, Ziploc bag in your pocket or somewhere and... Yeah, and, and come across and, the border. And just give it to a, a couple of mules, right? So Yes, yes. But going back to the uh, detention centers, they're packed. Uh, and so much for social distancing. There's no concern for... They want us to social distance, but there's no social distancing going on in these centers. Right. And uh, but you know it's it's going to get worse because there's there's reports that I'm talking to my contacts in Mexico. There's there's various groups, large groups, traveling through Mexico right now, heading towards the border. Uh, I have contacts all the way down uh, in the southern most southern part of Mexico, and they're saying they're coming through. They're coming through. We're monitoring them. Uh, I have a contact that has a group of, uh, of of intel officers from within the Mexican government, and they're watching them. They said, we can't stop them. There's so many. The Mexican government sent uh, some soldiers down to their border to try and stop that flow. Because like I said, it causes a problem for them too. It's not only our problem, it's their problem. That's and yet, Lopez uh, Obrador, what did he do? He put the blame on Biden, even though Biden's saying it's Trump's fault because this stuff had stopped. Or not stopped completely, but had got to a manageable level, and now it's 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 back to crisis level, and uh, of course they're going to point the finger at us because uh, you know they have a mainstream media that will allow them to push that narrative. It's amazing, dude. It's right. uh, you know. I'll tell you what, though, Trump must have laughed his ass off yesterday when you watched that presser. If you watched any of it, uh, I'm sure he did. He must, he must have been laughing his ass off going, God, what a buffoon. And, uh, you know, and, and more, more uh, vindication that there is no possible way that he lost to that idiot, you know. Hey. Um, and that's, that, you know, hey, I mean, anybody that saw that said there is absolutely no way, impossible, 
impossible, right. impossible, impossible that this freaking clown, the zombie, beat Trump. It's impossible. There's, there's hey. absolutely no way. The guy doesn't know who he is, where he is. He was hiding in a basement, didn't campaign. Um, he's dazed and confused. He's just a bumbling mess. I mean, yesterday was just a mess. And um, and there's no way. There's no way. It's 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 impossible. It's impossible. The the also on the press conference, as disastrous as it was, yeah. imagine how it would have been if he wasn't spoon fed. They spoon fed oh, him. God. They created a safe atmosphere as a as safe as they could, and it still was a disaster. They, I'm sure he, they he already knew what questions were going to be asked. Yeah, he knew who he was going to call on. Oh, hold on a second. Let me plug in. If I lose you. One second. I didn't realize it's running low here. Almost out of battery, huh? Yeah. All right. Here it is. Hold on. Yeah. But yeah, it was a it was a complete nightmare. It was a nightmare. Um oof. one second. I don't think I've ever seen something something that bad. Uh one one of the one of the worst press conferences for sure. And especially after watching Trump for so many years, you know, in complete command of those press conferences, you know, duking it out with uh with uh, old Jim Acosta, you know, who's who's not a journalist but an activist, um, and then you know we saw yesterday, and I was like, "Holy crap! This is um, this is just really bad. This is really bad. I don't I don't know how how anybody is going to uh, to defend this. Um, I haven't seen any any liberals on social media uh, praising the awesome press conference or you know the uh, the command." Of the uh, of of the room and of the issues that uh, that Joe Biden had yesterday, I just don't, don't I haven't seen anybody. I know you said that one of your liberal buddies called you more of as a prank um, than 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 a real boast. But you know, hey, listen, um, you know, I haven't seen any I haven't seen any liberals boast about it uh, outside of uh, you know a couple of moon bats here and there, and obviously the members of the press, which you know they're they're part of Blue Anon, you know, like we have QAnon. Uh, you know, on, 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 you know, on our side, they, they have blue and on these, these people that, uh, that, uh, that, that dwell, dwell in, um, in, uh, conspiracy theories and, and, uh, and fake news and stories and, and all kinds of crap. Um, it's just amazing. Um, that, yes. That's what we saw. Another topic I want to hit on is what happened in Colorado this past weekend. Yeah. As you see, we had the uh, shooting there and, uh, the, of course, this is the opportunity to dis pretend they care about us. You know, this poor officer died. They're going to use him because uh, I, I always like to say the left loves police officers for our funerals. Yeah. They love our funerals because especially if we're killed with a firearm or some, some uh, assault weapon because then they can use our death to promote their gun grabs. And right. that's what they're doing with this. That's and all uh, that's all they want. And suddenly, you know, you're sitting there, you know, oh, this poor officer, uh, he was killed. You know, hey, it's sad. You know, it's it's part of our job and it's horrible, horrible. So My heart go out to his family. So let's, let's definitely talk about that, right? Um, right. Mass shooting, mass shooting. Um, right, right off the bat, we saw, you know, the moon bats. Talking that already pushing this narrative that it was probably a white supremacist, right? That it was a white supremacist, and um, and 
you know, immediately after the the identity was revealed that it was a Syrian national um, with ties to ISIS. Um, did you hear how all of a sudden nobody's talking about that the shooting anymore? The shooting yeah. went away, disappeared. Kind of disappeared. Nobody's talking about that anymore. Right. It like went away like magic. Yes. Yes. It, it went just, away like magic. Just like uh, the gun violence that happens in our inner cities yeah. uh, tied to the drug wars within the inner cities. And those drug wars are fueled by Mexican drug cartels that are supplying those gangs. So they ignore those, but they're always waiting for that, for that, uh, that tragedy that they can exploit for the political purposes. Yeah, it's absolutely, it, it's, it's a disgrace, man. They're, they're, you know, they, they, they stopped being journalists a long time ago. Um, you know, the, 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 the whole, uh, you know, stop Asian, you know, discrimination and hate and all that crap, you know, with this, uh, dumbass shooter with the, uh, massage par uh, massage parlors. Right. Um, Okay, so it was four Asian people and then four white people, right? Yes, um, but okay. hate crime. And the guy came out and said he did it because he's a sex addict, you know, because he's a fucking perv. Um, yes. It had nothing to do with Asian people. I mean, dude, uh, it's just. Uh, Remember, these are the same people that are saying we need to stop discrimination and hate against Asians. They're okay with the discrimination Asians uh, face trying to get admission into these prestigious right. universities yeah, you know the, they have to score a higher test yeah. because to let other people in so they're okay with that kind of discrimination you know right. like you imagine i have yeah. a buddy of mine came to came to the u.s from vietnam yeah. he was in a refugee camp i mean he had it rough yeah. and he gets to the u.s finally after years in refugee camps and gets to here wow. moves to, moves to uh, san diego opens a opens a little restaurant and he works at restaurant like nonstop raises his kids. His kids are geniuses. And then they start going through the admission process and they're like, Nope, you can't get in. Wait a minute. Look at my, look at my SAT. No, you can't get in, you know, and there's a limit of how many they can take. So they're okay with that kind of discrimination because they can't exploit that. But the other discrimination, and then what happens if they find out this anti-Asian crime is being carried out by, possibly members of another Democrat grievance group, then it's going to go right. away. Yep. It's going to go away. Yep. That's exactly right, man. Well, it's a mess, brother. It is a, a, a shit show like, uh, like, like never seen before. I don't know what the hell is going to happen or how they're going to fix it, but uh, it's, it's in the hands of uh, good old Kamala Harris um, in the good hands, I should say good of, hands of, of Kamala Harris. So I guess, uh, all the all the illegals that that are trekking their way barefoot from uh, Guatemala, El Salvador, Nicaragua, Honduras uh, to the Mexican U.S. border, uh, your your fate is in her hands. Your fate is in her hands. And uh, and uh, you know, if I were you, I would I would not come. I would not risk my life. Um, not risk the safety of, of of your family because these people, uh, the Biden administration, Kamala Harris, everybody involved all they care about is using you for political gain, but they don't give a crap about you. And if you die in the process, they'll, they'll, they'll look the other way. And that's, what's going to happen. We're going to hear, and we probably won't hear because we never hear about these things about all the people that die along the way. 
right? All the people that die along the way that just disappear or that, you know, get raped, killed, murdered, slaughtered, organs, organs harvested, uh, or, or get kidnapped to go work in, in you know, in whorehouses or, uh, or, or work for the drug lords. We never hear about that. I don't think we will because the media is very dishonest. Um, but Robert, man, it's always a pleasure to have you, brother. Your, uh, your wealth of information is, uh, unparalleled and you know what always keeping it real man making sure that um that all all these people understand what's really going on at the border man because it is a shit show and you guys man have a great weekend we're gonna see you next week on battleground This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.